Something. Shut up. No. Oh. Right. Hello, hello, and welcome to the 41st episode of the Non-Player Character Podcast, a video game podcast with character. I am your host, NPC Paul, and today on the podcast, I have with me Kent. How's it going, Kent? It's going great. That's fantastic. Also on the podcast, I have Leonard. How's it going, Leonard? Wow, wow, wow. UBO, UBA. Very good. I have Dan here with me. How's it going, Dan? Good. That's good to hear. And, of course, we have Katie. How's it going, Katie? I'm very cold. Very cold. I'm very sorry. There's a blanket right there for you. I have it. Well? It's on me. Okay. It's not enough. Sounds like a you <laughs> I need more blanket. Okay. Sounds like a you problem. Oh. Shut up. So, uh, what are we talking about today? Of course, we're going to start off with the same thing we always start off with, which is what we're playing. But afterward, we're going to get into news. And news is going to take up a whole lot of our time because we're talking about Nintendo a little bit. And then we're going to be talking about Activision. Vision Blizzard and the terrible things that they have done over the week. Then the topic this week is uh, will there be, can there be, is there already a Fortnite killer? No. Yes. Maybe. Ooh, already divisiveness. <laughs> Fantastic. But first, let's get to what we have been playing. I'm going to go first because I barely ever go first. And There's my game that I've been playing, other than Apex, which we'll get to with other people, uh, the only game that I play <laughs> that no one else here <laughs> plays or cares about or wants to hear about, but I'm going to oh talk God. about it anyway. Civilization VI Gathering Storm. <gasps> Fucking hell. It's so good, guys. It's so good. This is the one. This is, is the this one. Is this where they added the Battle Royale to civilizations? You shut your mouth. You Gandhi your always mouth. comes out on top. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's all the nukes. Uh, it's, it's really good. It has a fantastic underlying message that global warming is real. So, you know, that's, that's good. Uh, the changes that they made are great. The graphical improvements that they made, the people that they added, and everyone in here is asleep. Yeah, I'm exhausted. You're still talking? <laughs> uh. It's a good game! <laughs> God damn it! All right, fine, we'll move on. Uh, let's go for Leonard. Leonard, what have you been playing? I've been playing Doken, like I usually do. What? The phone game. <laughs> we go through this Dragon every time. <laughs> every time. I have to, it's like, I bet you someone's just going to be like, he's going to say Doken. I bet you he's going to say Doken. <laughs> hey, Billy, he said Doken. Where's my $5? Anyways, um, yeah, I've been playing Doken. Uh, I got a little bit into Jump Force. I created my CAC, and uh, he looks anime as Fook. Yeah. Believe um, it. Believe it. <laughs> I will be the next Hokage. Oh, oh my god. That's so good. I hated so that. Good. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good. Believe it. Oh. Um, god damn. But yeah, I've been playing Jump Force and uh, so far, I mean, I've, I've barely really been into it, but just playing Defining Mechanics, it plays a lot. Like, uh, I watched a YouTuber and I completely agree with him. Um, he said that it's like J-Stars, which is a Japanese stars fighting right, game right. with Naruto blazing like or Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm mechanics. Okay, um, I've also played a little bit of Apex. Um, nice. It's a it's definitely interesting. I would say that it's a very interesting game. Um, I do like uh, one class I or character I guess I could say yeah character sure that I do like is I forget his name every time but it's the robot. 
Pathfinder. Pathfinder. Pathfinder yeah. Yes, I like him. <laughs> He's because like Spider Man. He pretty robot. yeah. He has like all the <laughs> He's spider like senses. Half of uh, Titanfall. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's he's Titan pretty much mini. all time fall. Yeah. He's mini time fall one. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then I've also been playing a little bit of Fortnite because they now have um, this thing where because since Apex is out, ah, oh, and they saw that you know there's like ten million, like was it ten million or ten billion people 10 in million. like just a week? Yeah. yeah, they were just like, okay, we need to pull out our card, and this is their card. Hey, guess what? If you do some challenges, are super easy to do. You get a free battle pass for season eight. I saw that they did that, and they couched it in the Valentine's Day craze. Uh, that was pretty funny. It was kind of funny. Um, personally, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm seeing like, because I saw when Apex was there, not a lot of people were playing it. Yeah. But um, yeah. then, like when I saw this and I went back into it, oh man, there were a lot of people doing those challenges. There you go. And so, I, I mean, I mean, if it works, it what's works. What's that? Twenty bucks? Fifteen? Yeah, because usually it can be like twenty to twenty-five dollars. Damn! So you get might it for as well. free, then yeah, might as well right. do it. Good timing. Well. Yeah, yeah. Good way to get Fortnite back up at the top. Yeah, as fast at least as possible. Try, that's for sure. Kent, how about you? Uh, aside from Apex, of course, uh, I have played and completed Kingdom Hearts three on the hardest difficulty, which was not hard at all. Brag but, much? Um, you know, it was definitely worth playing the hardest difficulty so you can see the secret ending that was crazy all right all right uh, don't spoil it i won't spoil it but hey, i'm kent i, I played old kingdom hearts it, it's super easy <laughs> it is super easy oh man uh but yeah i've been playing that and i have i booted up titanfall 2 again because of apex because i was like Wow, this is just like Titanfall, except it really not. Is. <laughs> the thing is, I was like, what people don't understand is that like Titanfall led it to this moment. So yeah, and I would say that I'll give Fortnite some credit for the battle royale and PUBG and H one Z one credit where it's due, you know. Right. But I will say that definitely that like Titanfall is one of those underrated games where it's like, yeah, it may not like have a whole bunch, but you have a good time when you play it. Right. It's like with the Transformers movies. They suck, but you get to see Optimus fight somebody. You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and like player count doubled since Apex came out, which oh, is yeah, astounding. So I was yeah. like, oh, I'll no, actually find a that's lobby. Helpful. That's so. helpful. Yeah. I, mean, I, I hear Titanfall crash. 1 and 2. They're great games. I still have not tried them out. Um, but, you know, one of these days when I'm off Apex, I'll, I'll give that one a go. Yeah, I mean, Titanfall 2 is a great campaign. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> All right. Honestly. All right. Good to know. Good to know. All right, Dan, you're up. Um, let's see. I've been playing Apex, just like Sweet. everybody else, but Sweet. don't want to get too far into that. Um, I've also been playing Metro uh, ah, Exodus. I'm glad yes. that you played it. Yes. How is it? It's uh, it's really good. The voice work does need a little bit of... Uh, right. It's work. an entire Russian team trying to translate... Yeah. it's the Russian all... into English. Exactly. It's, they're trying yeah. to keep the Russian... Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the Russianness yeah. of it, while well, keeping it very much understandable English, which okay. creates kind of you know much like anybody who's trying to do a Russian accent but can't speak any Russian, yeah. you yeah. get that kind of Mother Russia. Yeah, almost. <laughs> which is weird. Babushka. It's almost like they're being offensively stereotypical to themselves. Their own, yeah, yeah. <laughs> their own. But it's like I mean, a it vaudeville works. act. For <laughs> <laughs> um, gameplay is fantastic. The animations are great. Cool. Um, um, 
it's a great setting. The atmosphere is fantastic. It is everything Metro is. That's good. Um, That's good. It's. I have a little gripes with it, but it's more in that like I want to feel a little more isolated in the game. Mm. Um, I feel very because you're with people, you're on a train, right? It's, right. Yeah. And I know the first and second one, you're it's basically a solo mission. The yeah, whole exactly. Time. You go back to like a right. hub world and yeah. all that stuff, but this is very much you. You do go on missions alone, but you're kind of never really alone. Mm. So interesting. it's interesting. Yeah, it's a little. I mean, I'm not too far into it, so maybe it does become more desolate, more isolational. Cool. But um, yeah, it's good. It's really, really good. Nice. Good to hear. Yeah. All right. Um, that's pretty much it. Fantastic. We'll, of course, get to Apex yeah. later on in the show. But right now, Katie's got her Destiny Corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What have you been playing, Katie? I'm replaying Red Dead still. Hey, nice. Um, yeah. Game of the year. Just, no. So good. It's not still. But I do have <laughs> a greater appreciation for like all the side quests. I'm like actually going out and exploring and taking my time now that I know pretty much all of the controls. It's a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than just like, oh, shit, where do I go? Yeah, um, did yeah. have a couple issues where it wanted me to go somewhere, like little prompted missions, like picking up someone on the side of the road. They're like, oh, I need a ride. And I don't know if this is just a glitch, but it keeps trying to take me to like the Blackwater area. And I'm like, I can't go there. I'm not sure why this That's mission weird. did this to me. So I just pissed them off until they said screw you and I lost some honor and they left me. It's oh. an undercover sting. <laughs> yeah, it was like, take why are black you trying water, to take me? <laughs> like, it was weird. It was like two or three missions in a row that I did that and I finally like saved my game and logged off and got back in and didn't do it again but it was really weird. It was really weird. Yeah. 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 What about your Destiny Corner? Let's get this started. Uh, well, Trials isn't coming back and a lot of Right, I heard about that. A lot of um, PVPers are really pissed off about All it. All those sweaties are getting yeah, sweatier and sweatier. Yeah, and I, I, on the one hand, I totally understand why they're mad because I never played it in D1 because I am not a PVP person. And I only started doing PVP in Destiny um, when Destiny 2 launched. Right. <laughs> um, and even then it took me a few months. But Trials of Osiris, as I understand it, and I remember watching streams, was really fun. And it kept the game afloat for weeks after taking King, leading into Rise of Iron. Do you know why they made this uh, apparently grievous mistake? Because it wasn't a mistake. Because in, in my very humble opinion, and I'm really happy to see like actual Trials players who are also streamers being like, well, it's probably for the best. When Trials came in D2, it wasn't great. Like, it was fine, but it wasn't the trials everyone remembered, so people didn't really like it. Right. Um, that could have been just the shift in the sandbox and how everything played. It could have been just the developers missing that mark. Either way, Bungie knew they had a problem because mm. Trials of the Nine was not resonating the same way Trials of Osiris was. Um, people did Trials of the Nine just to get their weeklies out of the way, just to get those rare things out of the yeah. way, just to get the shader, just to get this. Once they were done, they were done. Um, so it wasn't offering that challenge or that kind of like push like they wanted, like Trials of Osiris did. And to me, that means a combination of things. One, the PvP landscape in gaming has shifted, whether we want to acknowledge it or not, into a more um, highly competitive, less team-based kind of arena. Okay. Um, and two, Destiny 2 vanilla, the sandbox, the way it worked, it just... It doesn't work as well. 
Um, I also think that people are severely overestimating themselves if they genuinely think they wouldn't have lost their fucking minds at the height of um, Nova Warp, Ursa Frirosa, Gwizinvest, and uh, what was the other one? Telesto mm. in Trials. Like, come on. <laughs> you would have hated it. Like, yeah. it would have been the worst. PvP right now is the worst. It is. It is. PvP so. and Destiny is not where it's at, and honestly, it never really yeah. has been. And One-Eyed Mask, it's... Yeah, and when I so, broke everything. Bungie saying, like, listen, we need to take this back and we need to reevaluate what we want this to do and how it's going to fit into our goals was a good idea. What wasn't a good idea was saying that without offering some idea into what those goals were. Right. Because to everybody else, it was, okay, well, Trials of Osiris was very intricately woven into the story for Destiny 1. Like, it made sense for a story reason. Like, there was all, that's where we got all the lore for Osiris. That's where we got all that information. And that's where Osiris himself was hyped up. Yeah. In Destiny 2, it was the Nine that was hyped up. Well, we've seen the Nine now a few times. We've had multiple references, especially with Forsaken, to the Nine. This would have been the perfect opportunity to incorporate Trials yeah. of the Nine. Yeah. Unfortunately, the way it's set up, it just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean. And I kind of wonder how much of that um, is. Activision and how much of that is Bungie and now with this split like they are restructuring their future. Yeah. Um, so that might mean that they whatever have to shift content, resources. Exactly. Whatever content they did have planned uh, for this game has now moved on to three or mm -hmm. whatever they're going to do with two. I think it, it's more plausible that what they have right now for Destiny 2 is going to round out what they were doing with Destiny 2, but they are absolutely shifting all of their attention to D3. Yeah. That they are going to start dedicating resources and time and developers and oh, designs yeah. Oh, yeah. to D3 because D3 will be the first game in the franchise that will have zero connection to Activision. That's true. Which means they can build it from the ground up now. But that said, getting to D3 at this point is going to be rough, especially for the PvP community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take at least two years, probably. Dan, would you say about two years for D3? Um, Maybe at least. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to figure unless out. Unless they've been working on it for a long time. I, well, yeah, they have the, been the, working on yeah. it, but there's a difference between working on it under yeah. Activision and working on it without Activision. Exactly. And working on it versus, like, actually working on it. Because there's, you know, concept phases and understanding right. and debating things. And there's also, like actually doing the work yeah, yeah yeah so how far along that is is going to determine whether versus exactly and then you know how much of the stuff that they have done can they keep due to their departure with activision right because right. they are being paid to produce assets and being paid right. means ownership uh, of and the things depending on the contract yeah, yeah. and they have yeah. to find a way to remain financially stable until such time as they can really push out d3 without letting the d2 players feel like they've been abandoned yeah and as far as we know, uh, when Bungie said that they took Destiny from Activision when they left, hopefully that's everything. No, it is everything. Yeah. I mean, Activision that's acknowledged... Assets, that's code. Yeah, I'm sure some of it is not... I'm sure some of the code is something that they're going to have to work out because... Um, for the PC port, for Yeah, sure. High, Moon High Moon or Vicarious, I can't remember which one. It was one. High Moon. I think it's High Moon. Yeah, High Moon was, did the PC port, which means that code needs to be... I, I, I don't know who it belongs to now. Like, I'm not yeah. sure how that's going to work out. I know that the rest of this year is still, as I said before, going to be an Activision year. But yeah. all of that said, I am really happy to see that some of the better known and, and 
you know, more respected voices in PVP streaming have been like, guys, like, let's take a step back. Um, They understood, like, the last time they did this, they literally said, like, we just want to hear from you. Like, what are your thoughts? And instead of screaming, this is a dead game, we need to, like, come together and decide, like, as a community, what do we want to see out of PVP? What would make this game mode fun? And understand that as it stands right now, if Trials of the Nine were to play, like, competitive plays... It wouldn't be fun. Right. It would be garbage. Yeah. No one would like it. It'd yeah. be a sea of Luna's, Not Forgotten's, Nova Warps, and One-Eyed Mask. Yeah. Like. It's true. So. Well, Katie, as always, <laughs> thank you so much for your Destiny Corner. My Destiny Corner. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to start my Anthem one. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely right. talk we'll about there. Anthem for yeah. sure. Don't worry. I'll, Ken and I will have uh, a corner soon. Yeah? Cooking up something mighty fierce. Mm-hmm. It's good to know. Good to know. I don't like that. It's probably something we do. We don't really need to hear about you guys work on the corner either. That's a little weird. All right. Well, we are going to take a break and come back with news Nintendo news, Activision news, and a little bit of Anthem news because why not? Yeah. Sure. Sweet. Nudes. Hey guys, Larry from the Non-Player Character Podcast here, and I'm here today with a special guest. Say what's up to Tajoba. What's up, Tajoba? Here, what's going on, everybody? How you guys doing today? We're part of this program, right? What, what is it called? It's called Hella Eats. What's Hella Eats to everyone? Come on now, man. You know this. I'm pretty sure we know, but they don't. Hella Eats is just a YouTube channel which I go around the Bay Area with a couple of my friends, you of course, Leonard, and we just try different foods out. When I see on media, you always hear about San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco. You really don't hear anything about Oakland or Castro Valley or San Leandro. Uh, I want to show everybody that this place is a melting pot full of different cultures and people represent. The best way to me is displaying food. Trying out different foods is going to be always a good introduction of the culture, what the person has been through, the struggles, and so forth. We try out different establishments in the Bay Area and try out their food. We're not here to review them or mess up their business because that's not what we're here for. We're trying to support everybody around us. We basically, want to just display people's foods and help them out in the long term, and hopefully they help us out too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook page, and subscribe on YouTube to Hella Eats. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell so it lets you know when we upload our next video. Again, that's H-E-L-L-A-E-A-T-Z, Hella Eats. Enough talk. Let's just have ourselves a good meal and enjoy each other. Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for news. We are going to start with the good news. The very bit, uh, small bit of good news that we've been having, I The guess. Anthem is almost here. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to <laughs> Wait, Anthem. Anthem is here for some <laughs> Technically is here for some people. We'll get to Anthem, but first we're going to talk about Nintendo Direct. Leonard has most of this story for us, except for my personal reaction with something that he's going to say. So, Leonard... Go ahead. All right. So uh, let's talk about what's coming to Nintendo. So two of the big series, uh, the classic RPG series, Dragon Quest XI. Sure. It's coming out. Good for them. Um, Keep Fire going. Emblem. Yes! Three Houses. <laughs> that was my okay. reaction if it was unclear. <laughs> <laughs> um, what also is coming uh, Super Mario Maker 2. It's a little bit more, but it's a port still. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I have noticed a lot of people on Reddit, uh, the Nintendo subreddit, just tearing it apart because... So in, <laughs> in Super Mario Maker 1, 
uh, if you wanted to make like a flat section, you could, but it was only like, say, five squares long, and then you had to make another five square long section. But uh, each one of them, after the five squares, had rounded edges. So it would have like a rounded edge. Oh, marker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you put two sections that are flat together, they'll level out. Genius. <gasps> one section. <laughs> like little <laughs> things like that that they're changing that people are like, come on. Could have easily been a patch, yeah. but no, let's make a sequel. <laughs> let's just make a sequel. I mean, that's, that's Nintendo's like well, MO. Yeah. Pretty much. If you really think about it, Mario Maker, Mario in itself is not a very complicated game. No. So when you make a game where you get to make almost any Mario level. Right. Right. How do you make a sequel? Right. You can't because the, the the fundamentals are such a basic thing you've already produced. Yeah. No, and it's not like Little Big Planet where there's like a story attached to it. Yeah, this exactly. Is just so, like the community. So. Yeah. 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 But uh, good for them, you know? Now it's on Switch. It's so. Nintendo. People buying Nintendo yeah, people shit. people are going to buy it. Yeah. Going, Next man. up is uh, the new reveal for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. I'm excited yes. for that game. I, am, I am very excited because I played the first one on PSP, mm-hmm. and holy crap, I never thought I would have so much fun with a game like that, and I did. I played yeah. the first one on PS2. Yeah, wow, buddy. cultured. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Box old. Boy and Box Girl. <laughs> Announced and dated. I don't even know about that. I'm guessing it's an indie game that it's, might have gone It's probably um, somebody personifying light uh, running away from somebody personifying the dark. It's oh, literally no, it's just literally a box. You are a box. box. Okay, never mind. <laughs> You're looking too. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a box. I like how it's like it's so box. such a deep experience. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, a, it's just it's, a box. It's, a it's something box. we won't even understand until our What's third playthrough. <laughs> All right, Molyneux, keep it down. <laughs> All right, next up is, um, well, they have a little picture here, and it's uh, Super Smash Bros. new content, and it's an egg. It looks like a Yoshi egg. But a lot of people on Instagram and almost everywhere that I've noticed think it's Billy and the giant egg. Billy Hatcher and the giant oh, egg. Oh, yeah. Which, honestly, I feel like they could do that. Because if, depending on, like, how many people, like, get that DLC. Because a lot of people bought the pass. But depending on how many people like that, they could make another game. And that was actually something I kind of figured they would might do for the Switch. I, I just, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I... I <laughs> Who they choose, and especially who they don't choose to bring to Smash Brothers, says a lot about them and who they're trying to appeal to and what they're trying to do with Smash Brothers. And them doing this, if they're doing it, we don't know yet, but I, I just, I, I'm, I'm confused. I don't think... What's his name? Somebody please give me his, uh, the main guy, the main d- developer for... Mr. Smash? Mr. We'll Smash. We'll just call him Mr. Smash. Mr. Smash. God, Miyamoto? No, not it Miyamoto. It starts with the M, I think. It does start with an yeah. M. God damn, that's going to bug me. Anyway, um, him. Miyazaki. No. No. <laughs> I, know. I love Subaru. how all of you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, his creative control has been ripped away from him, and it is sad. Sakurai. Sakurai, thank you. Thank you. Not one M. <laughs> it's just uh, Masahiro Sakurai. Masahiro Sakurai. There it is. Yeah. And he is a beaten man. If you look at that guy in, uh, in, in interviews, he is he is a beaten and saddened man. He hasn't been the same since Brawl. It's the truth. We He's... took it from him. Because when, when we saw Wii U, we know, okay, we got to go back. 
Because fans are the worst. The fans are the worst. He's trapped the in the main menus. Fans. He's just developing the main menus to make them look good. The actual game, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let it continue. Uh, apparently, more to explore in Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Right. Yes. It's going to be co-op. I will still say this till the day I die. It is a good game. It Grant is. Said, I don't know how I, I feel it. about co-op. But the I still whole think game gonna is going game. to be co-op, and then they're adding a few other yeah. levels. Still going to be a good game. Sure. Uh, Agavania makes a triumphant return. The Bloodstained series. Oh, Bloodstained. It's yeah. the Castlevania reimagining oh, yeah. 3D I'm yeah. super excited about. Okay. Right, yes, I love me some Symphony of the Night. Um, let's see. Nothing's Sim ever going to be good. As, no, as nothing. Good yeah, but it might be something that like <laughs> tied me up. Disney trying to make a game for the kids. Sum Sums. It's a little. Yeah, like it's like a oh, the little toy thing. Oh, hey, those things are cute. They're gonna make a game out of that. Would Would you play the game though? No. Okay. Good. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also not 4? the target audience. So. Yeah. Room Factory Four. I'm actually looking forward to. Those, I've heard good things about those series. Yeah, four. It's a good, it's a good four one. Four or two. Rune Factory 4. No, we all got it, Katie. We all got it. Wow. I miss Noah. Some other game I actually don't know, but it says Slay Monsters, Save Souls, and Wield Their Power. Don't know what game that is, but... It's not the town. Um, Yoshi's. uh, Yeah. Yoshi's Crafted World. Looks pretty good. Looks like a great Yoshi's platformer. And then... Shut up, Dan. You have no heart. It's true. <laughs> no, he does. It's just very small. Yeah. yeah. And maybe then, when uh, he plays Yoshi's Crafted World, it'll like grow four sizes that day. Okay, Grinch. Anyways, <laughs> I feel like we're gonna get sued. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna skip this one because I want to wait till the near end of your like for this because it's a reaction that you had. Okay. Um, but Dead by Daylight's coming to Switch. I'm not too surprised. I really question how it's going to run because let's it be real. It does not look good. Who's going to play it? Not. I saw the difficulty of it running on the PlayStation, just the servers and everything. I was just like, oh. Yeah. So now like it's on it's, Switch. If they brought the uh, uh, Friday the 13th game over, I could see that because there was only three maps. They were kind of small. The, uh, yeah. the graphics weren't out of this world like it wasn't trying to be realistic it was trying to be a video game clearly yeah that would be better than Ted by Daylight yeah. weird man yeah. it's, gonna... it's not like the Switch has great internet connection as it is right <laughs> that's yeah. the challenge the whole enemy instead of teleporting they're just lagging <laughs> around rubber banding port but like they're yeah, like probably, to be yeah. able to port it over is yeah, probably yeah. cheap yeah or so. maybe they'll just split it up so you can play four players on uh, one little on one little <laughs> oh my god. screen. Oh my god! I think I got you. I think I, I, think got, I got. Oh, it's a bush. Instead of getting your uh, generators up, you got to optimize the game. Get rid of all the <laughs> props and everything, so it's a stable frame rate. Oh, that's good. Guys, we're that's hitting good. fifteen. We can get exit now. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's so that's great. We love like Switch. Yeah. <laughs> Never change. Oh, god, well, they're I, gonna I, change. I want that as a game. Yeah. You just play it and it runs better because you're removing assets. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's our better. game. <laughs> you know what would be much better? Hmm. If they had a Switch that had Mario Party 10 where you could actually play with your friends. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. That'd be super fun. And it gets updated? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I guess it like updated. more games. Yeah, uh, are we done, Leonard? Or no, we, we are, are not done. We are almost <laughs> done. Almost um, done. Creators of Undertale comes a game that's going to be on the Switch. That's not Undertale, but looks like Undertale. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Good for uh, them. Yeah. <laughs> Damon Machina uh, 
Pilot and Arsenal is going to be a demo on the Nintendo eShop. Cool. No one knows what that is. I understood some of those words. (laughs) Realistic racing headed for Nintendo Switch. Honestly, I can see that doing really well. Realistic racing is what it's called? No. No one will care. Yeah, no one will care. No one cares, but there's going to be that. Mario Kart or Monster Motocross. Myth and Mad... The Take a Journey into Myth and Madness, that one game that was on PlayStation... Oh, Sinuous Sacrifice. Yeah. Oh, that Sinuous one. Sacrifice, yes. Hellblade. Um, Hellblade. Which uh, I don't think will do well because uh, it that game requires headphones, or you should wear yeah, headphones. Yeah, pretty much. You, uh, and <laughs> the... No, I'm not... There's no one audio, has a headphone. There are the audio problems uh, with the Switch outpo- output uh, audio. I, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to get into it, but there are some serious problems with it, and they... We should have a day where we should just talk thing. about the Switch. That should be a new episode. Yeah, we should. One of these days. One of these days. Yeah. Not this one. Uh, but <laughs> Nintendo Switch game lineup grows stronger. Um, Astral Tra- Wow. Astral Chain is coming out on the Switch. Don't know about that game. Astral Chain, is that the really awesome, gorgeous-looking one that looks kind of like uh, it's like highly animated? It's like a slashing... All, all it just says is Astral Chain. That is the cool one. That, okay. That's pretty positive. It's, that game looks awesome. Okay. Yeah, right. I'll look well, up the trailer. Just check out I'll a YouTube video. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess so, yeah. So, leaving the last uh, two... Oh, yeah, by the way, forgot to mention Starlink is getting uh, Battle of the Star Wolf team as the Star Fox team. Woo. Okay. So it's like the second game where Star Fox is yeah. attached to it. They should have just yeah. made a fucking Star Fox. Um, but we got two more games that... Uh, last time they did that, last. though? Put a Star Fox in a game that he was a star of, Star Fox Zero. Does anyone remember that? No, because no. it was balls shit. Is that the one for the <laughs> Wii U? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Um, that was a wreck. At least it uh, wasn't Star Fox U. Just remake 64. Is it, it that fucking difficult? <laughs> they put it on the DS, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let it yeah. Then we got our last two games. Uh, one, because I actually have a little piece on it, and then the one, because Paul's reaction is going to be priceless. Battle Royale has become big, right? We can say. Mm-hmm. What's one game company you never think would go into Battle Royale? My Little Pony. Barbie. Yes, actually, no, I feel adventure. like they would. I like a Barbie one. Like I would love a Barbie one. Maybe, or shopping at I the would, mall. I would play the shit out of that. Uh-huh. That would be the one battle royale I might be good at. You pick up each other's plastic parts, put them on yours, and you're good there to you go. go. No, it's all about pretty much. It's all about clothes, guys. Yeah, exactly. Who's got the better guys, closet? I'm sorry. I don't mean to be the the party killer here, but that is deeply misogynistic. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, it's right. Pretty much how to, is yeah, wrong? nasties. <laughs> it would be just like Apex Predator, and you guys know it. You mean Apex Legends? Apex, Legends. Apex Predator. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's Tetris. It? Yeah, fucking Tetris. God damn it. I Tetris say, I played it. It wasn't bad. I would say give it a try before you be like Paul. Like, <laughs> Hinga Dinga Durgan. Um, Leaf Erickson? Yes, Lee Ferrison Day. Um, but lastly, the one thing that I'm just really upset by. So a lot of things is when uh, Breath of the Wild came out and it was near its last DLC pack. Everyone was hearing, oh, Nintendo said they're working on a new Legend of Zelda game. Oh, this is going to be good. My mind, I'm just like, holy shit. They're, they, they've been working on two games this whole time? Like... That is phenomenal, because Breath of the Wild 
was pretty good to me. Granted, storyline was different, but I will save that for another day. But then they decided it's not a new game. It's a port. Link's Awakening is coming to the Switch. I have so many fucking questions. Why is there a Chain Chop? Why is there a Goomba? Goomba, fuck you. Stay in Mario. Please. It's, um, Goomba, fuck and you. And then <laughs> the main thing. Stay in Mario. I want that as a bumper stick. The main Goomba, thing, fuck you. The main thing that really irritates the fuck out of me is the fact that they had all this time. Like, I mean, if you're going to keep it 2D. Keep it 2D. I'm fine with it. You know, like, I played the Nintendo uh, 3DS uh, where he, like, turned into the shadow. Link and Between did, Worlds. Link yeah. Between Worlds. Thank you. I played that one. I was like, okay, I like it. You know, it's 3D kind of. I'm not talking about 3D as in, like, where you have to hurt your eyes, 3D, but. Um, Polygonal. Yeah, thank you. But, like, the way it is, I'm just sorry. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not. That's going to be one Legends of the game where I'm just like, I don't want to play it. Well, at we all. have to remember, like, we're at the point where what the DS was with the, you know, the Wii consoles, where it's like you have your home, main platform, Zelda, the big open world adventure, and then you have the 3D kind of classic throwback retro style that they can keep kind of cashing in on. And that's where we're at. And since we're a combined console generation, you were going to get both. That makes sense, but I'm so angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank well, you, Dan. That yeah, was uh, that was the Nintendo Minute with Leonard. We appreciate that. Do I have a little corner now? Uh, no, you have a minute. You got a curve. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was that more than a like, minute, yeah, but I'll take it. Ten minutes, okay. but yeah. Let's. All right. So let's talk a little bit about Anthem and the yeah. um, well, the mixed results that's been coming out of people playing it so far. First of all, we're going to talk about Digital Foundry. Uh, their findings on how good it looks versus how bad it looks on what console, on what version, on bit bit bit. They found out that the PS4 Pro runs it best, excluding PC. Um, this is all excluding PC. I'll yeah, just, I was just yeah. saying. Yeah, it's PC, <laughs> it's yeah. PC, PC is the winner. Spoiler alert. Yeah, but yeah. moving on. Second place goes to uh, PS4 Pro, then Xbox One X, then it's the other two systems pretty much coming in at a tie. Which is not a big surprise. Not a big surprise. So the weird thing is that the game runs at a upscaled 4K on the Xbox One X. It's uh, 2K for everything, everybody that's uh, doing the math. And for um, uh, PlayStation Pro, it's actually running at 1340, 13, whatever it is. 1380. 1380, thank you so much. Um, but it's achieving 60 frames every single time. Can you play in 1080 mode? Uh, yes, you can. You can play in 1080 it mode, and it makes it 1080. It doesn't do anything to the frame rate, doesn't get it to the magic 120, the mythical 120 frame doesn't rate. doesn't change, like, LOD or anything? It doesn't change the LOD mm-hmm. or anything. It doesn't do much like that. Um, so, basically, the PS4 just runs it better. But what's strange is that you can also play uh, the... Uh, 1380 on Xbox One X and the 1080 on Xbox One X, there's no difference in its performance. So that's a little weird. Maybe it's optimized for one and not the other, which begs the question why. But well, it's probably um, main platform, what it was the home console was de- uh, developed on. True. And then, you know, they always have to kind of not port but they have to side development you always right, have your, right. your primary and then your side they console. do consider that a port actually I know I just didn't want to use the word yeah yeah they do consider I just didn't want to use the term 
Um, yeah, like uh, I remember Madden uh, when that was being when it was the 360 and PS3 going on. Madden was made on the three uh, PS3 and then ported Port it over to the 360. Yeah, it's always the one that you like. Oh, which one was it developed for? That's usually the one that runs better on. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that is the technical side. Now let's get to the reaction side because basically it's the uh, PS. Uh, no, sorry, it's the Xbox people and the uh, EA Access people, the PC people, yep. who have been able to play it. And their mixed results from the beta have not really been changed thus far. Everyone is still saying that they're having connection problems. And if they're not having connection problems, they're having uh, loading problems. And if they're not having loading problems, they're having... Well, it's day one server stuff, but I have seen a lot of people having better performance than the beta. It's true. Because they could actually play. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they can actually play. Yeah. Uh, so now that it's out in the wild, people are playing it, people are enjoying it, which is good news for Bioware yeah. and good news, hopefully, for EA as well. Um, yeah, and so they won't m mess with their model. It, it is funny, from what I've been hearing, a lot of people are kind of talking about how Bioware has been kind of like, you know, EA hasn't really been too involved in a lot right, of this. Right, <laughs> they, they are sort of... Yeah. After the fact, distancing themselves from their publisher, yeah, which, which is kind of funny, which is always not a good sign. EA, <laughs> you should probably take that that one of your, yeah. you know, children are like, we're not really that close to yeah, yeah, like, yeah we're neighbors, we're but neighbors. Yeah, we, you we probably yeah. EA was the one who told them to do that too, though. <laughs> <laughs> just say we weren't involved too much, okay? Yeah. <laughs> which is fair. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a good business. Yeah, the uh, um, also the. Uh, what do you call it? The yeah. microtransactions. Yeah, that micro would be the word. There it is. Yeah, so all that stuff has actually come to light now. It is $8.50 and not the $20. Now. For a skin. <laughs> I'm sorry, but people can make up numbers as much as they want. does not make them true. Okay. <laughs> sure. Katie, yeah, Katie, Katie and Dan, this is this sure. is. I cannot wait for De uh, for Anthem to come out. I know. So you guys, can you almost have, said Destiny. I almost did. Uh, <laughs> let's be real; they really want to be Destiny. <laughs> so you guys can have the 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 verbal fist fight that mm -hmm. I know is going to happen. Guys, I I <laughs> I want Anthem effects. to be good. I did not like the demo, and I don't like the streams that I'm watching. Neither did I. So I did I'm, not like the demo. Yeah, no, I mean it's fair. It's going to be one of those things. Like I every really, game, some people like, some people won't. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's more that I don't know. The end game does not look promising. Right. I just I've, had. I've seen some interesting stuff with the end game, especially actually with the interceptor, because that was one of the classes I was the most worried about. Okay. I'm no longer worried. There you go. Yeah. All right. I'm, still I'm just news. fairly concerned because of the fact that I literally just tried to play it, and then I was stuck in a little corner and I could do nothing. Yeah, there's been a lot of bug issues. A lot. Yeah, so... They like, get patched sometimes. Yeah, yeah no, sometimes the, Allegedly. There's yeah. apparently one particular one that... Uh, I can't remember who brought it up. Where if you're in... If you've got someone with you, if it's a random person and you're doing something together and you go into a no-respawn area and you die, unless they come back for you, you literally can't do anything. You can't... Oh, yeah. Um, it's basically... It's a respawn close. thing. Uh, yeah. Technically, it's just because you don't get picked up. Um, developers actually talked about this on the Reddit. Okay. Which, actually, if you want to actually talk to the Bioware developers, go on the Reddit. They're yeah. everywhere. They're super active on like, yeah. yeah. no, that. literally like 10 developers I on will each say thread. They yeah. are really good at the communication part. Yeah. They're very fluent in PR speak, which is good yeah. for yeah. EA. 
Yeah, people can actually speak. <laughs> so, yeah. Sure, it's I don't it's know. A rare it's... thing in the industry, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, they're really they're to. fluent in PR, and yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, for the the downstate thing is something that they talked about. They're like, we're not happy about it. This right. is something we've already been working yeah. on. We're trying to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. We are not happy with all it. of this. Can be patched. Yeah. So, yeah. did we'll they see. question for you since you're um, following it a little bit more closer? Yeah, closely. Um, the the issue of not. Be, like the I guess all the um, menus the menu clunky oh, the loading they yeah they've talked about that as well not um, necessarily just the loading just the not being able to get into your your menu while you're waiting to do something or what do you mean by not getting into your menu um, one streamer I was watching was having an issue where he was just uh, he wasn't able to access his menu from where he was I don't remember what it was he wasn't able to do it and he tried it multiple multiple times well, there, there is definitely a thing destiny has this and it's one of the greatest inventions in the world uh during the loading screen yeah. you can look up your character you can change your gear you can i mean granted it's a little bit slower because the game yeah, is also loading um, in but they have, the so time, the only thing as far as i know regarding this is people complaining that you cannot change your loadout um to to so basically you'd go into an area and what you have with you is what you have with you. Have. Yeah. yeah. Um that's actually by design because they didn't want people yeah, then, um slowing down the gameplay or being like, Oh, I'm gonna move this for this or this for that. You have to kind of You know of what slows down my gameplay is having to go back to the forge every time I want to. Well the idea is you don't <laughs> no, no, the no, idea no. is to go in with what you have and be prepared for uh -huh. that. Sure. Anyway. It's uh -huh. not it's not to be a destiny, not, that's the idea. Okay. All right. That's not how the game <laughs> Is being presented, but okay. It's not. I, it is exactly as presented. I would love for this to continue for the rest of the night, but we are going to yeah, move to be on. continued. To be continued. Before yeah. we get to our buried headline, we are going to talk. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mention to Kent just one fantastic word: outward. Ooh. It is a game that is co-op, third-person, open-world RPG. You gotta love those French people, right? Yeah, right? yeah. The, it, it it blows my mind. It's Outward, not the Outer World, which is the Obsidian game coming out. This is Outward. Look it up. Please give them your money. It's only going to be forty bucks when it comes out. It's going to be PC, PS4, Xbox One, online, and co couch co op out the box. It's a straight rarity. Up. Yeah, it's a straight rarity and open world RPG. Uh, a little bit of Dark Souls, but not as hard. That kind of battle system. Cool, cool. All right. Yeah. Now, now we're all caught up with the the amazing game. Everybody, go out and buy it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it every single episode. Was this one yeah, on commercial out. just for Outworld? Uh, yes. Okay. Outward. 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 We've been sponsored. I'm kidding. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I fucking wish. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll fucking reach out to him. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, anyway, now we're going to get to our headline, and that headline is Activision Blizzard laying off Katie. How many people? Uh, roughly 800. 8% of their staff. 8% of their staff. Holy crap. That Damn. is not good. Especially for a huge company like Activision Blizzard, who just lost... As we mentioned almost every single week since it happened, they just lost one of their biggest developers, Bungie, just said bye, and then celebrated them saying bye. Yep. So, holy crap, Dan, give me give me some good news out of this. I mean, 800 people lost their jobs. That's, it, that's enough people for a whole company to rise up from this, realistically. I mean... Like that is one hell of a silver lining you are painting. 
Yeah, well, that's the idea that that is the games industry. If people true. don't know that, you know, a lot of artists, a lot of people who come into these studios are contract workers. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of turnaround for people who work on whatever project once that project is done with their job, not the game or the product itself, but with what they're doing is done, they move on to a different studio. Yep. You know, it, it is a very transient uh, environment. Right. Because that's just the way it is. That's the industry. And that's slightly a problem, but that is the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that's how it started. They never changed it. Yeah. I think just, that's part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are talking uh, that this is the perfect time, again, to be talking about a union for the video game industry. Um, I, of course, am a Pinko Kami. I am completely 100% for unions for any industry, any major industry that's going... It's a multi-billion dollar industry. These guys are pulling in so much money. The CEOs are, at least. Yeah. Most of the contract workers can be fired at the drop of a hat, as we saw with Telltale Games, um, without any compensation, without any notice. Uh, not and and their healthcare stops, their 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 paycheck stop, like everything just stops for them. Yeah. Now these eight hundred people from Activision Blizzard, that's probably not how it happened. Because yeah, there's still a company a, to sue, so that's not no, how it's um, going to happen. Blizzard did come out, and I don't know if this is everybody who's affected or just the people who are directly under Blizzard, but they do have a severance package. It's actually pretty, pretty hefty. I'm sure. What I've heard. Oh, yeah. Um, and so they're not nearly as bad of a situation as the, the Telltale, Telltale people got, yeah. uh, got it, but it's obviously still not a great one. Still not a great one. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, news coming out that people are working 80 hours making Red Dead. They made a perfect game that got Game of the Year, but that does not mean <laughs> that that they need to be working 80 hours. I would have waited. But we're, Paul, we're supposed to put facts, like truth. <laughs> I would have... <laughs> in the universe I live in... All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have waited as long as it took uh, for them to bring that game. I would have... I, I would not have cared if they pushed that back, if that if it meant that they didn't have to work 80-hour work, work weeks. Yeah, the yeah. problem is, is a game of that scale with that much, we'd still be waiting till next gen. Fine, I know. Like I, you know, yeah. I, <laughs> but that's me saying it now after hearing it. But like maybe when if they would have just come out and said, "Oh, we're delaying until next gen," I would have been like, "How dare you!" I would have pitchforks and and yeah. Well, I mean, it's a reality issue in yeah. that um, products need to get pushed out one way or another. It's true. Um, Time is a constantly moving thing. Yeah. Um, and so the longer you take on a project, uh, the further behind you become, the longer it takes to come out. Meaning that if you at some point have to solidify what your graphics engine can do and what your output's going to be with the advancement of technology, the longer you take to release that product, the further behind that thing's going to be. Like right. Duke Nukem Forever. That's a prime example for that. <laughs> it's true. Yes. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's beautiful. So um, with all this said, I kind of, I got my tinfoil hat off of Dracul behind me, <laughs> and I put it on, and I started doing some research, some deep dives into the deep web, mostly Forbes.com and TheWeek.com, which are both economic <laughs> online publications. <laughs> deep web. So <laughs> Classified. <laughs> it was classified information available to everybody. Yeah. So I, um, I found a word that kept coming up in some of my YouTube channels that I watch, uh, specifically Inside Gaming Daily. Uh, then I saw uh, the Forbes sort of bring it up, sort of touch on it, 
But then I saw theweek.com specifically bring it up. Uh, Joshua Rivera, I even cited my article so y'all can look it up. It's about the video game recession. Now, what does that mean? That means that less video games are going to be coming out. Um, it, it means that developers are going to be closing left and right. Uh, it basically means like the dot-com bubble bursting. Pets.com, remember that? No one remember that? I remember that. It's gone now. So sure all of these there. things, yeah, it's, it's probably still there. But yeah. but yeah, all these money-making things came crumbling down when the dot-com bubble burst. Some people, I'm not going to say a lot of people, uh, some people are saying that this might be happening to the video game industry since it hasn't really. The closest thing that we got was back in the 80s when Atari was basically pumping out like 50 or 60 games a year mm, yeah. by themselves. Literally a landfill literally of games. Literally a landfill of games. Um, and that was the closest thing we got. Nintendo came to the States and said, hold on, let's. here's Mario. Enjoy it. We got another game coming up in two months. That's how we're going to deal with this. And they destroyed ColecoVision with that. They destroyed the Atari 2600 or whatever it was at that point with the... Yeah, I can't Yeah, With the NES. And it saved the video game industry single-handedly. And then it, it continued to save it with their competition and fake competition with Sega. Going back and forth and back and forth in the mascot wars and all that stuff. And then PlayStation and then Microsoft just built this bubble bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And we have yet to see that bubble burst. However, some people are saying that, as we said last episode, the inundation of digital games. In 2006, uh, sorry, in 2016, there were 4,000 games on Steam Marketplace. In 2017, at the end, it was almost double. Almost 8,000 games on the Steam Marketplace. This number is, of course, going to continue to rise, which is an inflation of product. An inflation of product means that stagnation happens. Stagnation means that people start seeing the cracks in the walls of the industry. If you want me to put my tinfoil hat away, just let me know. But what I'm saying is that there is a possibility of a video game industry crash. And would I'm that a just worried about it. be triple A or would that be indie it developers would, as well? It would trickle down to indie for sure. Uh, indie would... Indie always finds the money. That's the thing. Uh, EA and Activision Blizzard and uh, Ubisoft, they have to make the money. Mm-hmm. Indie finds the money. There's a difference uh, in, in funding and how uh, a bubble burst would affect one versus the other. It would be AAA developers. It would be people like Bungie. It would be people like Blizzard, if you want to call them developers... They're also publishers. Yeah, I mean, they are a developer. Right, right. Yeah, I guess yeah. They, they, they ride the line for sure. It would be Bioware. It would be uh, DICE and Respawn. It would be those guys that would be hit the hardest. Mm-hmm. These would be not 800, but 8,000 jobs lost across the industry. This is my word. See, I honestly don't think like we will ever see what... well. Not anytime recent, uh, in the near future. Well, we see How what, dare you disagree with me? Can, can what will happen with the whole um, Atari thing? Um, yeah. Simply because the big issue during that period was they flooded a market to a non-growing market. You uh, release 
say, you know, to 100 gamers, whatever the number would be, um, you go, okay, 100 gamers, we're going to release one game every week. Okay, well, 100 people cannot support, you know, production on that. Right. But in the current market, we're actually an expanding market. We are still growing as a community. The entertainment industry as itself is now actually becoming more and more involved with gaming. It's just, you know, TV, movies, so forth, music. It became standard. You yeah. know, everybody does it. Everybody watches it. The number of people in the market for gaming is just growing. Fortnite is a prime example. The number of people who are youths, youths, who are, youths, <laughs> who are you know now entering the games industry because of things like Fortnite. That's potential com- uh, consumers. Those are potential customers. Right. So you can increase the products that you produce mm-hmm. because the market can support it. Okay. All right. Well. So. My tinfoil hat is weighing heavy on my head, so we are going to take it off, put it back on Dracul, and uh, move on from there. But um, I, again, feel very, very bad for these 800 people. To be fair, this was a large group of people, uh, basically, who came in after Activision Blizzard said, let's make MOBAs, let's make mobile games, let's make uh, more esports connections, Mm. let's let's do all of this. And so they hired all these people, and then a couple years down the line, where we are now, um, they were like, eh, never mind. Well, it's because Activision went, okay, well, we see where the, the market's going. Uh, esports is such a big thing. This this is the future. Mm-hmm. Gaming is going to be the NFL. Oh, yeah. We're going to get in the ground floor. We're going to purchase, you know, um, whatever that sports channel is. ESPN. ESPN. That's I couldn't it. think of ESPN. <laughs> I don't sport. Okay. <laughs> You've never done even a sport. Hacky sack. Oh my God! You're old. Oh, anyway. <laughs> that's a college sport. Um, <laughs> they get your dreadlocks. <laughs> your minivan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, and they thought this was where the market was going to go. Right. The problem is Fortnite. Fortnite. Um, Mm. which isn't an eSport fully. It's still, it's kind of making its way towards that just because it's as massive as it is. Right. They because keep changing a, it too fast. They yeah, gotta stop it, changing it. But, but it's not designed to be that. So it's not going to have the same team base. Oh, check out the, you know, San Francisco, whatever. Right, right. You know. The um, San Francisco team. Whereas Overwatch exactly. is perfect for it. Exactly. Yeah. And Overwatch is still big. It's still being profitable, oh, yeah. but it is not a Fortnite. Every year. And that's because the market is expanding towards younger gamers who don't give a shit about your ESPN. They want to dance and play with their friends and be the number one, right? And so that's where the market shifted. But by then, Activision already had investments in uh, esports and MOBAs and all these things that were growing years ago, but not anymore. Yes. And a number of those investments were... 800 employees, roughly. Exactly. So and so once you cancel those cut. projects, you end up with uh, a little bit of a bloat. Yeah. <laughs> I would call bloat. people bloat, but that's what happens when you overstaff. Right. So what we saw with the 800 employees was not 800 developers working on games that if they came out, if they were able to keep working, we would have taken those games and loved those games like they were our own children. No. These were PR guys. These were um, people designed to make uh, graphics and art for advertisements. and yeah. you know. for, They were extraneous uh, projects that weren't coming to fruition yeah. or were just not needed at this like time. Like QA testers. Ones QA testers exactly. for X, Y, and Z. Exactly. So feel bad for them for sure. They're people yeah, who lost their yeah, jobs exactly. and their livelihood 
Um, they got a severance package, which is fantastic. And they will easily find work, especially with Activision Blizzard on their CV. Hell yes, they're going to find work. So, not too bad, but still a little, a little bit no, of me I mean, kind of sucks. Aches. It's everything yeah. we're, like we always say, the games industry is a family. We're all part of it. Yeah. We're all affected by it at the same time. It was nice to so. see the other companies uh, putting up their job applications and saying like, oh, sorry about that. So, I'm, hopefully that puts pressure on those companies not to do the same problem of overstaffing and then just laying all of them off at once because now we have a prime huge example of Activision Blizzard like it's a big name a lot of people know them and, and the, now they're the closest things that actually have an esports game and team set mm-hmm. up and they yeah. still didn't need the staff that they thought they did yeah so yeah um, but yeah Fortnite is killing everything and now we're going to find out once we come back from our break if anything can kill Fortnite come back Hear ye, hear ye. The Non-Player Character Podcast presents What It Is Like to Play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds By Yourself Okay, okay. Where do I drop? Where am I gonna drop? Um, yeah, here, here. That looks good. Okay. Alright, alright. Looks pretty lonely out here. I'll go go raid some stuff. What do I got here? Pistol. Alright, alright. Oh, oh, shit. I'm dead. And now, what it is like to play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds with friends. So, how do you fire? How do you, I don't know, what do you do? No, dude, flank them. Don't know her name, just flank them. Guys, guys, you're not flanking. I understand how you reload. Oh my god, you're supposed to flank them. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. How do you reload? That's a Molotov cocktail. That's a Molotov cocktail. What are you doing? Oh my god, you got me killed. Come on, come on. Oh, now I'm And now, what it is like to play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds with ducks. like to play featuring player unknowns battlegrounds thank you all right we are back and we're here to talk about our topic and our topic this week is can there be will there be is there already a fortnite killer yes yeah 
Of course. Meh. I say probably. That's my meh. Probably. Cool. All right. Maybe. So we are going to start with the no's. Anybody? Anybody says no to Fortnite dying? Anybody? I could argue no. Yes. No. Yes. I well, guess I can uh, argue. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. We got everything all... dies eventually. <laughs> we are <laughs> collapsing in this universe. Oops. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. I bumped the. That's fine. I was so excited to say that. <laughs> <laughs> We're colliding with the oh the yeah, mic. I mean, the mic. <laughs> the question is going to be: What do we define as killing Fortnite? What I define as killing Fortnite is it no longer making oh. enough money to sustain oh. its. Updates. Oh, like, oh never. No. Like, no, no, sorry. Oh, no, no. Wait, you mean no. like PUBG? Uh, PUBG is making more I money than PUBG. I thought yeah. it was yes. making. PUBG made a billion dollars in 2018. That is insane. I wanted to jab at him and you ruined it. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your jab, but no. Apparently it made so much money last year and I had no idea that it was still making that kind of yeah, money. That's why I pulled up these reports. Right. So, uh, where was Red Dead on that report, by the way? Uh, 500 million, I believe. 500 million. God damn. A little over. I just can't remember. Yeah, specific. that's a lot of money. Mm, yeah. Mm, half a billion. But dollars. I mean, so, I mean, we kind of have to think about certain Game things. Of the year. And this is what <laughs> I mean by nothing can really kill Fortnite to the extent where it's not making enough money to produce its content. Content. Okay. It costs almost nothing True. for them to produce content because they don't really produce that much. Mm -hmm. um, Not anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, they are producing Paragon, Unreal Tournament. Goodbye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's because the profit margin is so big on Fortnite. Not because right. they're making so much, but because production's actually not that much. Considering, like, you look at a Red Dead, like it costs them as much to make Red Dead as much as Fortnite makes in a month. Like it's true. You know, it's true. So and that's the idea though. It's it costs nothing. It's like pennies, pennies, pennies. Not even a penny really. No. Um, no I mean I, with how much it costs to make Fortnite content. So for them agree. to not make enough and right now I think uh, what was the value for Fortnite in twenty eighteen? It made two point four billion dollars. Uh for a game that is literally, you know, just a few modes, some skins, some dances, which is just animation. And the new creative mode that did release this. Uh, which is basically. It's take, pretty much like Gmod. Yeah, you just let the mode that you have creation and you just let them build. It doesn't, it's not like advancements in tech. They're not this massive change. But it is great for the user. It's great experience. So no, nothing will ever kill it. Okay, all right, well, let's raise the bar a little bit. How about what will make people not want to play it anymore? Oh, I got at you on that one. At least to the numbers that we are seeing, or saw at least, uh, before uh, Apex. Oh. BA is what we're going to call that. Easy answer? One. Yeah. I don't want to keep answering them all. But... No, 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 I want Leonard to answer. Okay. Leonard. Um, well, definitely one of the things, it, it's honestly very simple. Almost, it seems like almost every month, maybe two weeks three weeks well technically it's a month but either way um they do vault some of their weapons uh they keep changing the map they keep doing certain things over and over and one of the big things that a lot of people liked and disliked i will say uh coming from i believe season six was the zombies impact on to battle royale right I remember a that. lot of people some people were like yeah that's cool because you know it gave some people who aren't not as good who can't always get that win you know yeah it actually gave him a chance now where it's like okay cool if i stay away from the zombies here and my enemy is near the zombies 
I'm good. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it. I could just keep shooting. He's going to get pressured, and then I'm going to make an easy move and win. Right. A lot of people hated it. Even yep. I, I liked it and hated it at the same time. I liked it because I was like, okay, it's a new twist. Hate it because, all right. Really, like I, I died to the zombies. No, it's it's, like, it's I died it's to weird, pressure. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing to add to a battle royale. I mean, it makes certain amount of sense. Maybe not in this game, but in a different kind of game, I could see a PvPVE battle royale. Well, I mean, we have it in uh, Blackout. Yeah, we already have it in Blackout. And yep. God, I hate those fucking zombies in Blackout. And maybe that's the point. Maybe zombies are the problem. But anyway, um, okay. So there are they are already making strides uh, to make mistakes. Mistakes enough Somewhere, to yeah. kill themselves. But it's not for like... I mean, granted, there's other things too. Um, I'll get on to that. But uh, one thing is that they learned their mistake, I feel like, okay, when they did the whole Ice King challenge. And it was that this Ice King came up and made the whole land ice for, I think, about a week or two. And then everyone... I remember just com- hearing complaint after complaint about like, really, they brought it back. Really, it's all snow well, on the map. No one, no one likes water levels, and the only thing worse than water levels, ice levels. True, I don't think I've ever heard that before. <laughs> I'll be completely I've, honest. I've heard a lot about water levels. Ice no, levels, water levels. So yeah, yeah water absolutely. Levels not ice levels. I've never heard that complaint unless we're talking about Crash but, Bandicoot. Um, floaty controls. <laughs> floaty controls. What's wrong with that? But um, one of the things that they've also kind of been working on their kind of failure is definitely uh, some of the new weapons that they bring in and the weapons that they vault. Okay. Uh, so the with, meta itself is changing. Yeah. Okay. Like literally, I was so surpri- uh, surprised because this week they did major updates these last couple weeks. One of them was the fact that the um i think it's all material max now is not 999 it's 500 oh so i know that they said beforehand that they're like yeah we're gonna change the set not everyone can build and then the person who builds the most wins you know like that's okay like i'm i understand that but at the same time too that's what made you fortnite you build. You keep building. Even if you don't know how to build, people were starting to learn how and gain better. But it got to the point where it's like, at the same time, people were just like, ugh. So they might meta themselves into the ground, which would yeah. be great, right? Kind of. Eh, kind of. Um, one thing I've noticed with most games is you, you slightly have to piss off your community because you need to carrot them. If you give them enough for them to be happy and satiated, they're like, oh, wow, wow, this is great. Them, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> the idea. They, like, they pretty much do the poker test where it's like, um, I don't know, like, let's just say they poke you in the eye. You're like, ow, that hurt. That really hurt. Why did you do that? And then they poke you in the arm. And they're like, that tickled. Like, yeah. Because one of the biggest giant mill fingers to everyone in the Fortnite community was the, the sword. Right. The sword that literally you use... I saw so many complaints that within, like, usually for them, it takes, like, maybe a month or so, and then, like, okay, we'll, we'll think about vaulting it. They vaulted it within two weeks, I think. Like, they wow. actually came out on the Twitter, like, hey, we vaulted it permanently. We're going to work on it, and then we're going to come back to it, which they now have a game <clears> mode on it. But one of the things is that they keep vaulting things, making new things, and it's 
eventually to the point where, yeah, people are going to get used to it. But at the same time, people are just going to be like, oh, great, a new thing. And they'll be like, oh, it's trash. Oh, it's a new thing. It's like you're going to get to that point where it's like, great, it's another trash thing. I might as well just play something else. And that's when like a game like Apex can step in. Problem is, is the like I go back to the production costs. Um, no game. I don't care what game it is, except for the that you know, except for maybe like a mobile game. They can actually do this like Fortnite. Um, think about the um, Gauntlet of uh, the Avengers, uh, Thanos. Right. You know oh, yeah. that whole thing. You cannot have a game where you go, hey, you know the big budget IP. We're gonna uh, pay however much for royalties, and it's gonna be in the game for a month, and then you'll never see it again. No, no one can do that except for Fortnite because its production costs are so low, they are so profitable, and they can keep mixing okay. it up to create really stuff can. that's relevant to all uh, pop culture. Okay, so... Dances. What, and what also, saying, they do a lot of references to other things as well. Yeah. What you're saying is that they, even if they meta themselves into the grave, they will rise like one of their zombies and continue on until they meta themselves again and again and again forever in perpetuity because until, their percu- production costs are so low that they don't care. Pretty much until the one thing that kills all things, time, will kill it. Like at some point its visuals will become irrelevant and they'll have to create a sequel Fortnite on two. some level. Exactly. <laughs> so and then that would be the moment. I see. And that's the same reason why... Like, so Apex Legends isn't going to do it? No, because Apex Legends is, is free to play, but you need a good PC. You need a PS4 or an Xbox. I see. It's okay. not something okay. you can play on mobile devices, which is a big market of the kids. Oh, yeah, definitely. It doesn't have the same pop culture things right. where kids are doing the floss dance. Cool. How many people fucking knew what that was before cool. Fortnite? Mm-hmm. Is Tetris 99 going to kill it? Yes. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> I think it could. Never underestimate moms. I'm not even. I'm not it's, even like no, that is sarcastic. True. That is very <laughs> much a good fucking point. Think about this: for every kid, there's a mom. Oh yeah, yeah. And That's every person point, that yeah. plays yeah. it, there's a mover, and that those movers, <laughs> they will be top tier. It's true. They will be on god level. It's true. Like, yep. first of all, I just have two words for you: Farmville. Oh God! Do we really need to go back to that? <laughs> yeah, oh, so shut up! Fuck you, Fuck you! But no, Farmville was like at the top of literally everything for the longest true. time yeah. because yeah. of moms. Mm-hmm. I, for a very long time, got, um, yeah. Anyway, I for the longest time kept getting invites from my mother, like every day to play Farmville, every <laughs> single day. That's insane. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what I mean, though. It's like the markets, things like that are so cheap to produce. Well, I mean, it's not like, like Candy, Candy Crush. Crush. That's exactly it. Or like, Angry Bird. Shit. Or Flappy Bird. Oh, God. Oh, but, man. Let, but that was a different issue. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Flappy the same Bird. concept. Same if concept. it wasn't for a lawsuit, <laughs> you know, that, that'd be a serious <laughs> lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah, that's okay. the idea, though. You know what's okay. funny, though? They had that lawsuit, and yet I found a game pretty much like Flappy Bird. But first person. Yeah. And I was surprised because I was like, huh, they didn't get sued for this. Well, they, it's, it's yeah. a different kind of code. They literally like, stole oh, the yeah. assets and just was like, you were a <laughs> flappy fucking version of, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. bad. Cheap, um, cheap. Okay. My only worry with your time theory that time kills all things and that time will kill Fortnite, this concept that 
who knows what the fuck you're talking about. My only concern, I got three words for you. World of Warcraft. They yeah, actually I've got two words for you, too. Paul. Halo Killer. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Haze? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That's the second episode in a row that we mentioned Haze. <laughs> we have got to stop doing it. Or we got an episode just on it. <laughs> SEO on Haze has gone up because of our podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> Whoever made that. You're welcome, uh, Haze Makers. <laughs> Was it Free Radical? Yeah. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Is it your favorite de- uh, developer? No. Oh. I love time splitters, but it's not my favorite. Okay. Kendra loves haze. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. really was a Halo that, killer. That'd be mm-hmm. great if they were coming back. We're we're bringing back a brand new game or one of our games. Dam Busters Studios. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, anyway. yeah. Okay. So the question I have for you, Paul: yeah. What killed Halo? Halo. Halo killed Halo. I'm sorry, three four three and Microsoft killed Halo. Yeah. Bungie Let's killed Halo. Yeah, exactly. Bungie, Bungie and left like, and killed oh Halo. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> what's going to kill Fortnite? It's the same thing. Epic it's, leaving. Wait a minute. They can't. They're themselves. They the can't Unreal themselves. Tournament developers in Paragon, that core that went on to the Fortnite, streamers. if they mass exodus. The streamers actually leaving. Because I will say this, um, uh, during the time that... That's a good answer. Yeah. Like, actually, a week ago, I'd say, like, before Apex officially came out, a lot of the YouTubers that... Some of them I've watched, I've been watching for a very long time, did uh, streams of Fortnite. All the time, videos yeah. of Fortnite. Yeah, that's what I was like, thinking too, because like Ninja played it and he was like, Oh, I love this game. He was in a Samsung commercial playing it around a table with other streamers yeah. on his Ooh. Samsung. But the yeah. fact that like these are streamers now are such an integral part of a game's success that without it, would Apex have hit what, 10, 20? No, not even, not like, 10, 25 million 25 players. Million, yeah. Like, million. that's insane. In 15 days. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that insane. was faster than uh, Fortnite. Yeah. yeah, way faster because Battle Royale is now in the, you know, the public yep. knowledge. It's the thing, especially if you put the words "free" in front of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, and on top of that, Apex introduces a totally different mechanic that people like me, I mean, I I can't handle Battle Royales. But I, you could get into it. I maybe one day. Maybe. <laughs> um, but the anxiety okay. of like Battle Royale, Barbie <laughs> Battle Royale, I'd play the shit out of it. But, like, yeah, just the mechanics they introduced made it more appealing to people who were maybe on the fence. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, streamers. But yeah, what, is, what is it going to take to get a streamer off of Fortnite? Apex. It is it? Yeah, I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily. I would say, like, it's... Burnout. It has... Yeah, the burnout, because eventually when you have your streamers, they're going to start realizing, hey, like, I've noticed that this stream has gone down. Why is that? Exactly. And then Why? maybe if they have someone who's analyst or one of their friends that they talk to, you know, either way they're going to say, oh, maze because of this. And then they try to get out of it. But Fortnite's actually been doing pretty well because uh, they did have a tournament, I believe, today. And they did bring one of their kind of big streamers, not Ninja, but his name's Courage Shady. But like, I guess moving it to the thing is the one thing that's going to take all streamers and I'm going to go by the same concept. It's time. At some point, these streamers are either going to, you know, have something happen in life or get tired of playing the same IP. At some point, they're going to have to shift off. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're going to probably break way before the production does. It's only a matter of So that is going to be time. May not be the same thing where Bungie killed Halo by moving, but it could be that Ninja kills Fortnite by moving. Yeah, it's a good point. 
All right, so all we have to do is make time happen faster, and <laughs> Fortnite dies faster. Yeah. Maybe if we Fortnite will die in a fortnight. Literally. Uh, oh, I hated that. But literally see, that's all why you leave the jokes title. to me. <laughs> that's why you leave the jokes to me. What did I tell people? <laughs> leave the shtick to me. Does anyone listen? No. So I'm gonna make my own podcast. Watch. All it's gonna take is for the general public who watches streams to stop watching as many Fortnite streams, which will then encourage the streamers to go where the views are. Right now, the views are both Apex and Fortnite, but who's to say a couple months from now, enough Fortnite shit has pissed people off. That's Streamers especially, they're moving more towards Apex. They notice their viewership has gone up exponentially. They stay there. And Occasionally the doing Fortnite stuff, but, you know. And if the game companies actually do reach out to these streamers and be like, hey, mm-hmm. would you like to try this? I'll give you a free chance. All right. Put all on right. a mm-hmm. So all I really have to do is go into a future where Fortnite uh, has just run its course. Run its course. Well, good thing I have a time machine. We're going to call the episode there and probably never come back to this because we never need to. Yeah. It's one of those rare episodes where we aren't <laughs> going to be talking about a topic six months down the line. So thank you all for listening. If you guys haven't, you can go onto our Twitter. The Twitter is at the NPC Pod. We're usually on there more than anywhere else. Uh, SilvertongueAudio.org is always our website, and we appreciate you guys going onto there. We're also looking at sponsors, so real, actual commercials are going to be on future episodes. Watch out for that. We're starting to get paid. Uh, there is also going to be a way for you to give us money directly and donate to us, and we would feel warm and fuzzy if you did that. It would help us grow and, and get to more listeners, and et cetera, et cetera, and it's going to be great. And you might even see our faces one day in the future. Maybe. Who knows? Or we could pay to make sure that does not happen. <laughs> I, will, I will put a mask on just in case. Just in case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to break the internet. Exactly. <laughs> So, that's going to do it for us here at Silver Tongue Audio and the NPC Podcast. Until next game, everybody. Happy birthday, Paul. Happy birthday, Paul. Happy birthday. Silver Tongue Audio.